Welcome to the Classiest Podcast you'll be listening to today. I'm your lovely host, Trevor Sane, and here I have a lovely assistant with me. My guest today is... Philip Boggs. Hello. Ah. Hey, Philip. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Well, yeah, we haven't... Uh, we, we discussed. We hadn't seen each other since um, graduation. Yeah. No, it's been a... It's been a long while. I just like staring into your eyes for tonight. Oh yeah, what color are my eyes, Trevor? Uh, they're like uh, blue, I think. Blue, you think? <laughs> You're looking directly into them. How can you not know? Uh, maybe. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, on this podcast, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be pretty simple today. We're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about the best thing today, movies. So, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna look up here. Movies that have come out this year, and we're just gonna talk about them. Pretty simple as that. You excited, Philip? Please say yes. I haven't been to the movies in a while. Oh boy, I know you've seen some. <laughs> so, Philip, how's your life been? It's been good. I met a girl, and it didn't work out. She ghosted me, but you know, that's that's life, isn't it? Yeah, that's life. I met your sister recently. You did, yeah. I saw her at the um, uh, uh, the uh, ba 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 homecoming parade. There we go. She went to that. Yeah, she was there with um, with our mutual friend. Ah, B dog. Is that what you call her? That's what I call her. Yeah. Oh, okay. But at least we know who we're talking about. Um, yeah, I saw her there. I was there because uh, uh, be- be- just because I also saw Cody there too. So as uh. It's pretty nice. All right, so let's see movies that have come out this year. Can I actually find one that's in order? Jesus Christ. Um, hmm. Philip, why don't you keep the audience entertained by uh, talking about a short story? I guess. Okay, um, we're going to talk today about the uh, Lewis dot structure, and um, it's a chemistry. I just learned this earlier this week. Um, carbon dioxide is made up of one carbon. A- okay, this is boring. Um, what, what, can we, what can we talk about? Well, I'm trying to find a list of all the movies that come out this year in order. Actually, I think I just found it. Oh, perfect. Okay. Let's start off with the first one that came out in January. Underworld, Blood World Wars. I didn't see it. I I didn't even remember that. I didn't remember it came out this year. So that's good. Let's see what else came out. Oh, you remember that movie Monster Trucks? Oh yeah. It was the. <laughs> it was the. It was the movie that was given a blank check, and uh, they were like, "Just do anything you want," and then they made the worst movie ever to exist on purpose. It was like Sharknado, basically, but with like a budget. Yeah, but if you're gonna give a movie a blank check. Why give it to that? I don't know. Give it to something that needs a blank check. That needs one? Split came out this year. That was M. Night Shyamalan's movie. Oh, yeah, that, that plot twist. That plot twist, though? Now, that was a good movie, though. Yeah, it was. Um, let's see. Oh, Resident Evil also came out this year. I didn't see that one either. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> let's see... 
There has to be some movies that came out this year. That oh, the Lego Batman movie. Oh, that was a good movie. <laughs> that movie was Finally, so good. Finally, we actually got to a movie that we've seen. Yes. Uh, what do you think of it? I really liked it. Um, I went in with low expectations though because I wasn't a huge fan of the last Lego movie. Really? Went, oh, it was so good. So good. Um, I went in with actually extremely high expectations because. Sorry for that, guys. That's uh, that's my dog. Um, oh, sh- um, let me just go to take care of that. And we're back. All right. So, Philip, uh, we were talking about the Lego Movie, right? Yes, the Lego Movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought uh, the Lego Movie, I loved to death. It was one of my favorite movies ever to come out, and um, I thought that uh, the Batman in that movie was one of the best things about that movie. <laughs> so I went into the Lego Batman movie with huge expectations and they did not fail because it was basically just, if you're a DC fan, if you're a Batman fan, if you're a fan of parodies just in general, it's an incredible movie. <laughs> oh yeah, no, um, like I said before, I didn't really go in with high expectations, but still it was just, I wasn't expecting it, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was pretty clever for a, for a kid's movie. Um, but, uh, also on this list, they didn't mention this movie, but I'll mention it just because I was the only one who actually saw the movie, uh, literally. Um, A Monster Calls came out this year. Yeah, that's right. You were telling me about that one. Um, let's, okay. Let me start off with how this happened. Okay. Um, I went to go see Kubo and the Two Strings last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm a huge fan of Leica and all those stop motion pictures. And, um, obviously at movie theaters, they throw trailers before you watch the actual film, like always. And one of the trailers was for a movie and monster calls. And just from seeing the trailer, it looked like the most beautiful, just amazing movie I've ever seen. And I'm like, I gotta go see that movie whenever it comes out. So I looked up the trailer online. I also looked up stuff about it to whenever it should come out. Um, and and it, it was one of those movies that had... Um, it was going to get a wide release, but it was going to be released in select theaters first. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which a lot of like lower budget or indie films do that a lot of the times. So instead of it coming out in 2016, it came out early this year. And it came out in the dumping grounds of January, which usually means the movie's going to fail. <laughs> and this was the best part, okay? Came out opening... I went to go see it opening weekend. Like, mm-hmm. I saw it the Saturday. Went straight into the movie theater. <laughs> there was literally one other person there in that theater with me. And it nice. was a mother and her little child. And that was it. Like, I sat down, waited for other people to come in. No such thing. It was just me and the persons in the back. That's awesome. And then after that weekend, it was taken out of theaters. It literally got a wide release for one week only, and that was it. Also, I cried three times during the movie, and I f- freaking loved it. <laughs> what was it about uh, without spoilers? Uh, without, I own the movie also. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, without spoiling it... Um, Basically, uh, it's been a while, but I can't remember the characters' names as well. But basically, this little boy um, 
is in a household where his father's left him. Like, uh, the mother and father got a divorce. Mm -hmm. The mother has what seems to be terminal cancer. And the boy's also going through school. He's, like, um, he's about, like, 12, 13, maybe around that age. Um, And at some point, he has to go and live with someone else because he can't live with his mother anymore. And basically what happens is the whole point of the movie is that this monster keeps on visiting him. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't know why. But the monster keeps on coming and tells him different stories every time. So the whole point of the movie is basically this boy having to deal with what's going on in his life. And what's going on with this monster. And why he keeps on visiting him. And things unfold and it's just such a beautiful movie also. Like, um, the giant is obviously CGI. Mm-hmm. He's also played by Liam Neeson. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> but he's CGI, but it's such incredible CGI. Majority of the time, I couldn't tell it was CGI. Like, there's a there's a scene where he's walking through the city, and how he interacts with, like, the trees and the stuff that's on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, they're actually interacting with him, and it looks real. Like, I know he's... CGI and he's fake, but he looks so good. <laughs> um, but no, it's just, uh, it's a beautiful movie. It was like, what was it rated? It was rated like PG or something, maybe PG 13, maybe. Um, but it never talks down to its audience. It never does. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, it never holds back any punches and it's so good. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't see that on this list, which is weird. Mainly because I was the only one who saw it. <laughs> you and that mom and the... And yeah, that was it. Um, the Great Wall came out. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> can we not... Can we just talk about something else, please? I'm, I'm begging you. Oh, man. It's a, it's a great movie. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see here. Get Out came out this year. Oh, that was... That was a good one. Yeah, that was the... Uh, um, shoot, what's his name? Uh, one of the Key and Peele guys. Um, Jordan Peele. There yeah, we go. Jordan Peele. Yeah, he, he wrote them. I don't know if he directed it, but I know he wrote it, definitely. Um, no, I thought that movie was really good. I yeah. liked it a lot. Mainly just because it was something different from typical horror movies. <laughs> and it was a good, good plot twist. Yeah, it was, there. it was also, I was not expecting that. It was also a good, like, um, uh, racial satire. It was also good on that part, yeah. too. Let's see. Uh, Logan came out this year, also. I liked that movie, um, but I felt like they tried to drop an f bomb at every chance they got. So much so it became distracting, almost. Oh, so so they were like trying to hit their R limit as yeah. much as they could. I mean, I I felt that way with Deadpool. Um, mm-hmm. Did that came out last year or the year before that? The year before that. Year before that. Okay, pretty sure. It was wow, it was a while back. Um, no, that's how I felt about Deadpool was it was R, but I never felt like it went to R levels. Mm-hmm. Like obviously they were dropping F bombs and they were murdering people, but I felt like it was just for the sake of being violent, which I know Deadpool is kind of like that, mm-hmm. but there's so much more that is worthy of R that he does in the comics that never really happened in the movies. Um, Kong Skull Island came out this year. 
I still haven't seen that movie. I saw it and I loved it. Okay, I'm always a fan of uh, kaiju films. Uh, considering that I had a Godzilla movie sitting on my piano upstairs, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, Shin Godzilla, which came out back in 2015, and we only got it last year. Yeah, <laughs> huh. it, it's for some reason it took forever for America to get that movie, which I don't know why it just did. Beauty and the Beast came out. I I still haven't seen that one. It was good. That, that's it? Just <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Let's just leave it at that. Why not? Okay. Power Rangers came out this movie, this year. Was that one good? Um, I actually never saw Power Rangers, but from the consensus that I heard, it was actually pretty good. Not the best, but not the worst. I heard yeah. I heard it was like mediocre, but whenever the action started, it was really good. That's mainly what I heard from it, but, uh, let's see what else. Oh, Ghost in the Shell came out this year. I saw most of that one. Yeah, because you saw it prom night and fell asleep during it. No, no, um, I had to vacate. No, didn't you fall asleep, though, during no, it? No, I had to, I had to go and save someone, and then I had to come back. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought someone that I know went to the, one of the movies, and he fell asleep during one of the nice. movies. <laughs> but no, what I saw of Ghost in the Shell, that was really good. The parts I, that I saw. Honestly, it it came out, and I know it didn't exactly succeed in the box office, mm-hmm. but what I heard from people was that it was an okay film. It wasn't as bad as people were building it up to be. Uh, Boss Baby came out. I don't want to talk about that one either. You don't want to talk about Alec Baldwin being a baby? No. <laughs> so I'm going to know. I mean... See what else? uh we're in April now. What all came out in April? Going in style. What? Going in style? Going in style. Yeah. What the heck is that? Oh, it was um I had the guy who played it Al- played as Alfred in the Batman movies. Um Michael Caine. Him and it had um Morgan Freeman. Oh, was it the old guys who like Robin joined? Bank. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was saw such a, a good movie. I saw advertisements for that, but I never checked it out. Now, I went into the movie theaters. I had never heard of the movie before. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know what it was going to be about. I just didn't know anything about it. Dude, and that's it was, the best way to go to any yes, movie. It <laughs> so good. I, it was funny. It was. You didn't have any expectations, so no, you yeah. really couldn't be disappointed, I guess. Um, Fate of the Furious came out this year. Did anybody see that? I haven't seen any of the Furious movies. Uh, Same. No. I saw number seven and some of the older ones. But other than that, not really. Uh, let's see what else came out in April. I think April was a pretty lackluster. The Circle came out, which nobody saw. I never even heard of it. It was it was a movie with Tom Hanks and uh, Emma Watson, and it it was like a satire of the internet, basically. But that's all I knew from it. Hmm. Like I barely saw anything about it. Um. Oh, now we're in May. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes. <laughs> I s- okay, so you actually went and saw this movie, yeah. like, properly. I went and saw this uh, graduation night at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep at all through the movie. It kept me awake. It was just, like, I was on, like, this, like, staying up late kind of high where I was, like... <clears throat> Anything and everything's awesome. <laughs> Which I think is the best way to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It's the only way you can watch it. No, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was 
amazing. And this is coming from someone who actually really loved the first one. <laughs> so the second one's just the first one, but like times 11, and it's just so much fun. I loved it. Yeah, I was kind of scared about it because they did so well in the first one. I didn't know if they were going to try too hard with the yeah. second one. But I, I felt like it was a good mix. Oh, and yeah, um, um, and uh, n- not to spoil anything, but the twist at the end was... If you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. That twist was, it literally shocked me. I'm like, I didn't know about that. And I'm like, <gasps> um, all right, let's see what else coming out. Oh, King Arthur. Nobody saw that. Nope. <laughs> um, let's see. Alien Covenant. Did anybody see that? Oh, God, I didn't see that movie. I the forgot. sequel, prequel to Prometheus. No movie Prometheus. that me and Philip have actually seen. But Prometheus wasn't a part of the Alien anthology, remember? But it is. Yeah, I know. Because of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> which, a lot of people are saying he shouldn't call it Alien Covenant, just call it Covenant. Which I agree with. Because that was the name of the ship in the movie. Mm-hmm. And Prometheus is the name of the ship in that movie. Just make loads of movies named after ships. It'll be fine. Don't put the Alien logo on it. <laughs> I like how you looked at Dire Wimpy Kid and just kind of get things going. <laughs> uh, for the audience out there who can't see any of this, um, I, I have my phone set on the table here. And I was looking through, and yes, you are right. I looked at Diary of the Wimpy Kid for a while and just skipped it because it's weird. Because did you ever see the Diary of the Wimpy Kid movies? I saw the first one. Okay, same. And it was a TV movie. Yeah. And I thought it was okay of someone who was actually a fan of the books. Like, I own... A lot of them. Mm -hmm. Not the newer ones, but I own a lot of them. I think I went up to like number four or five, I think. And whenever I saw the movie, I I thought it was fine. It was, looking back on it now, it's a lot of gross-out humor, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, And then I heard about this movie and the whole controversy of the actor replacing um, um, the the, the big brother. I can't remember his name right now. Roderick. Yeah, Roderick. Um, that I really didn't care about because I just didn't care about the movies in general. Um, but, um, and then I heard that it was coming out in theaters. I'm like, all right, uh, what's the point? This is like, what, this was like number six or five in the movies or something Something like like that. that, And I'm like, uh, if you want it, like high school musical, I think did it way better. And I know that, that those better in high school musical shouldn't be brought in the same sentence, but one of the things that they did was, first two movies were TV movies. Then the third one was actually released in theaters and actually had a budget, which from the trailers that I saw of Diary of a Kid, it didn't look like it had a budget. So, <laughs> oh, Pirates of the Caribbean came out. That was a really good movie. I didn't I, see it. Oh, I, I loved it. <laughs> I, I didn't see it because, one, I think I had like enough movies on my hand to mm-hmm. go and see, and I had to cut out some stuff, so I was like, I'm going to cut out Pirates. Um, just for the main reason of, I didn't know how it was going to be. Like, I just didn't know. I was like, I couldn't tell from the trailers if it was bad or good or what. But Johnny Depp. <laughs> but Johnny Depp. All right. And we're in, uh, June. Wonder Woman. Didn't see it. I saw it. Was it good? Oh my God. It was so good. I saw, um, the only reason why I saw it, I was, I was, I was going to go and see it like normal, but, um, my sister actually came in town and she was like, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And she hates DC. Like yeah. she hates the movies. 
While on the other end, I'm sort of an apologist for them. Um, <laughs> uh, which which people are going to hate me for saying. Because I'm kind of a DC apologist, and I'm kind of rough with Marvel. So, But, um, no, Wonder Woman, whenever I saw it, I was just like, this is, this is really good. Like, if you look at it on its own, I think um, I would give it, like, a B. It's like a B plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's it's not the greatest movie I've ever seen of this year, but it's definitely a step in the right direction, I think. Um, Captain Underpants also came out. I saw that one. You actually saw it? I, went I never it. got to see it. Oh, and I was so sad because I read all the comics as a kid. I even owned some of them. Yep. And I just wanted to see it. And I um and the animation just looked really nice. I just That was my favorite part of it was the animation. It was the animation. Oh man. I really wanted to see that one. And surprisingly, not as much potty humor as something like Shrek. Really? Yeah. And, or That's kind of what Cap- Captain Underpants is. I mean, one of the villains was a toilet. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's... it's, it's and like, also one of the other villains was a booger monster. Come on, man. There wasn't as many, you know, just like random fart. Ha, huh, he farted. Let's laugh oh, at that. Okay. It was a little more... It was a little more... In depth. Okay. That's good. That's good. The Mummy came out. I'm not going to watch it because of the actors, and there's one important actor missing. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Have you seen Brendan Fraser lately? He's no, a- I haven't because <laughs> Hollywood. No, no, he was in an interview recently because he's on a TV show. Uh, he's a sad husk of what he used to be. <laughs> because this this mockery of his beautiful film, The Mummy. Well, okay, I saw The Mummy, okay? Don't talk to me. I mean, I'm not going to say it. Okay. Um, but I did see it, um, and there was only one good thing about the movie, and that was um, the uh, um, uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. That was the only good part about the movie. Because what? Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, uh, because you know how the mummy is like set up for the dark universe and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde is going to be one of those movies. Um, and he was in the movie, and how they did it was actually really clever, and I liked it a lot. Um, not to spoil it for the people who are just dying to want to see the mummy. <laughs> see, oh, Cars three came out. Oh, Cars. Which wait, which which movie was Cars three? Cars three is the one that had the advertisement of uh, Lightning McQueen, like oh, that crashing. came out. Yeah, that came out. Oh man, I didn't yeah, that. I know. Like, just <laughs> a quiet release. It. Well, what's funny is they definitely advertised it okay. It wasn't mm-hmm. the best advertising in the world. They really wanted to push the idea of that it was something new and different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people just didn't like Cars 2. Uh, they hated Cars 2 so much that they just didn't really care at this point. So I, I don't think I don't think a lot of people even wanted to go. I wanted to, but again, a lot of movies were on my hands, so I had to cut out some stuff. I'll just... I'll get it on DVD. Redbox or something. <laughs> I'll Netflix it. <laughs> um, Transformers The Last Night came out. Did anybody see it? I haven't seen Transformers movie since the first one. I, I <laughs> The last one I saw was the third one. Really? Yeah. I, I saw uh, that was Dark of the Moon. And that was the last one I ever saw. I didn't see four or five. And now this is the sixth one. Age of Extinction was the next one, right? That was the one, um... No, wait, what? Let's see. That's one with the dinosaurs. Age of... I'm gonna have to look this up real quickly. Which one? 
This is the sixth one, right? Or is it the fifth one? <laughs> we got a. Uh, no, that's transgender. That's not Transformers. Same thing. Sure, why not? Uh, let's. Transformers 5. Oh, no, it's the fifth one. Never mind. Okay, I was wrong. I was I was thinking of six because I know that they're going to make more. <laughs> oh, they're never going to stop. Nope. As long as they keep on making money, they're never going to stop. Baby Driver came out this year. I heard that one was really good. It I was the uh, it was new Edgar Wright movie. I, I never got a chance to see it, but I heard that it was really good. Yeah. Really, really good. And it got enough attention. Like, it got mm-hmm. a lot of attention. So that's good on his part. Despicable Me 3 came out this year. I don't think anybody saw that one, which I was super surprised by. I think it just wasn't advertised that well. My little sister liked it. Did she? She went and saw it. Yeah. Um. The youngest, Ava, nine years old. Mm. She liked it. Um. Oh, of course she would. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we're in July. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Did you see that? Yes, I loved that movie. You actually so saw much. that one. Okay. Um, I actually saw it too. I don't know when I saw it. I think I saw it later in its release, but um, no, I actually really liked it. And this is, um, what's your opinion on the uh, last two versions of Spider-Man? Okay, so um, we got Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, love him. Okay, he is great. He was a. We're already indifferent on that one. All well, right. Well, Tobey Maguire, he was a fantastic Peter Parker. Like he played the nerd. Fine. I think I know what you're going to say, and, and then, I already agree. And then, But as a Spider-Man, he was kind of lackluster. Yeah. I, and then you go to Andrew Garfield. His version of Peter Parker wasn't yeah. quite what you'd expect, but then his Spider-Man. version of Spider-Man was, he was funny, he was yeah. witty, it was yeah. great. I honestly agree with that. I think, I, I'm not a big fan of Tobey Maguire. Um, not not as an actor in general, just in the Spider-Man yeah. movies. Because he's been in other movies and he's really good. Great Gatsby. He played Nick, yep, um, which is kind of perfect for him. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker, I think, was perfect. Um, but him as Spider-Man, he didn't pull it off, in my opinion. He just, he felt like he brought the like the geeky nerdiness of Peter Parker over to Spider-Man, which isn't the whole point of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Well, on the other hand, Andrew Garfield did not pull off Peter Parker's like geeky wallflower type but whenever he put the costume on, I believe that it was Spider-Man because he had the mannerisms, he had the jokiness, he had the cockiness. I loved it. But with uh, this one, this one somehow he balances it yes. both, which I don't understand. He's so nerdy and awkward as Peter Parker, then he goes in Spider-Man. Yeah, he's still kind of like that, but a little more on the yeah. He's he's side. more confident in himself, yeah. which I love. And I also <clears throat> I don't know what people's opinions on it were, but I actually really like Tony Stark being in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like he was the kind of father figure that he needed. Um, then I also like how it wasn't another origin story. Because, God, we have too many origin <laughs> stories. Well, that also played in with the movie. But it also kind of um, held back the movie, I felt. Because <clears throat> without the origin story, we have this brand new Spider-Man. Okay, All the things that make Spider-Man kind of Spider-Man were just left out of the movie entirely. Which you can see is a good thing, but it's kind of weird, I would have to say. Because Uncle Ben is not mentioned once in the entire movie. Because he's dead. But they don't even mention that he's dead. Okay? Mary Jane isn't even mentioned until like the very last scene of the movie. Yeah. 
and she's not even Mary Jane, I guess, is what you could say. Um, and and it was it was just weird because the things that kind of make Spider Man Spider Man weren't in the movie, but I still loved it a lot. Mm. Um, and um, the Vulture I thought was a perfect villain. Ooh, yeah, he was, he was so really good. good. Yeah, like um, not spoiling anything, but the car scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the at the homecoming dance is awesome. Yes. <laughs> um, War for the Planet of the Apes. I didn't. You didn't see. Didn't have see you it. seen the last two movies? Yes. You did see the last. I did see the last two movies. Oh, yeah. okay. Do, what's your opinion on them? An interesting concept. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I'm more of a fan of movies with a uh... real actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um. I okay. So first movie was um, uh, Dawn of the Planet. Was it Rise or Dawn? It was Rise, I think. No, I think it was Dawn. All right, we're gonna look this up. I had this. I had this right last time, but what was? Uh, let's look it up, people. Google Google that. Okay, it was Rise. Rise was the first one. Ah, shoot. <laughs> okay, so, Rise for the Planet of the Apes, I thought was really good, but I felt like some stuff was a little off about it. Mm-hmm. I think it was just because they were trying to set up something, but it was a little bit shaky. They didn't know exactly what was um, what they were going to do with it exactly. So, I, I still love that movie, but I think it's a little bit weak in some departments. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, I love to death. That movie's incredible. <laughs> Just for a lot of... <clears throat> it's a lot of, like, like characterisms in it that I love. Like, you have Caesar, who's, like, trying to be a king. Mm-hmm. And then you have Koba, who is exactly like Caesar, but is willing to go where he can't. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, the human character, um, played by Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Um, why can't I remember his name? Um, anyways, you have him who's like in between and hates the apes and all three of them for their reasons for doing all of this are all believable and yeah. I love it. And they're all like, they're all just like so well done that I freaking love that movie. Saw War of the Planet of the Apes. It's even better. Is it? Yes. By the end of the movie, I was sobbing in my seat. <laughs> it was just <laughs> incredible. Um, the only problem I had with it is they shouldn't have called it War for the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Because the advertising was that it was going to be this big epic battle between humans and apes. And it's not. It's actually this big battle between humans and humans. And the apes are kind of just there. Okay. So, it should have been called something else. I don't know what it should have been called, but it shouldn't have been called War. Because I think people would have gone in expecting huge epic battles and it said what they got was more slower paced more character driven more methodical type story yeah when but I, hear... I love that type of stuff i'm a fan of it yeah when i hear war of the planet of the apes i think uh like the third hobbit movie where it's just going to be one giant battle with like no plot i love how you tried to compare it to the hobbit movies i hate the hobbit movies. same <laughs> i was actually just thinking about this earlier about the hobbit movies and how Peter Jackson just wanted to make one. I try not to think of the Hobbit movies. Dunkirk came out. Oh, I wanted to see that one. I never saw it for some reason, even though I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. I should have gone and seen it. I heard it was incredible. 
Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets came out this year. What? Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. What's that? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. Um, ever heard of a little movie called The Fifth Element? Y- yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, that director made The Fifth Element, and The Fifth Element, whenever it came out, was a failure. Okay. But the one thing people could say about it was that it visually was incredible. Because it, just because of the equipment that they used in it and the style that they chose was just, it was like mind-blowing how mm. incredible it was. And now it's kind of a cult classic. People really like that movie. Um, so this director made Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. Valerian is actually based off of a French comic from like the 20s, I believe. And the thing that, the thing that's really big about that is that Valerian is responsible for majority of the sci-fi stuff that we mm-hmm. have today. So you so Star Wars, Star Trek, anything sci-fi related in the movies, you can go back to this comic and there's like things taken out of it that are directly in those movies. Mm-hmm. Like even <clears throat> even um George Lucas said that he took inspiration from that comic book. So it was it was hinged on a lot of either the story was going to be absolute crap. Mm-hmm. But people knew that it was going to be visually incredible. Yeah. And people came out saying that exact thing. Story <laughs> the was story crap, was crap, today. but it was incredible to look at. So It also wasn't advertised that well, which we could say about a lot of these movies now that yeah. I'm thinking. I'm sounding like a broken record. <laughs> it's just movie studios, you guys need to get your crap together and figure out how to actually advertise movies. <laughs> Because a lot of movies get the backseat of advertisement, while a lot of other movies get like front seat advertising. <clears throat> and usually the the latter is that the ones that aren't advertised well are the good ones. Majority of the times, the ones that are advertised like twenty four seven that you see on every single commercial, boss baby, yeah, are the bad ones. Uh, we're just gonna skip that one. No, no, no. Go back up. Go back up. The Emoji Movie. Yeah, let's talk about the Emoji Movie world. I haven't seen it. I recommend it. <laughs> You've seen it? Did you pay for it? I don't want to talk about it. All right. We won't talk about it today, then. Um, No, I haven't seen it. I'm actually saving it to do a commentary track on with Josh. That'll be good. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm saving it for that because I know it's going to be good. Dark Tower. Oh, I want to see that one. I still haven't. I'm terrible. Nobody saw it. Um, I'm joking. Loads of people actually saw it, but nobody liked it. So Really? Yeah, which is sad because there was a lot that was hinging on that movie to be good. Also, I'll get to that later. Just try to remind me about um, Stephen King. Um, Wind River is a movie out right now that I need to see. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. Okay. It's a movie that kind of came out of nowhere. It stars um, Jeremy Renner, who is Hawkeye okay. in the Marvel movies. And people are saying that it's it's an Oscar grab movie, but they're saying that it's really, really good. So I need to see it. Hmm. Let's see what else came out. Mm-hmm. The Hitman's Bodyguard. That was the uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Samuel Jackson movie that I didn't see. Neither did I. <laughs> Logan Lucky. Um, now we're in September, I believe. Yeah. 
Yeah, All right. It's this month. Yeah, it's this month. And we're at it. It. All right. So, this is the year of Stephen King, I swear. <laughs> because we had Dark Tower come out last month. Mm-hmm. This month, right now, we have it. Yep. Later this month, we're going to have Grimble's Game, I believe is what it's called. It's a Netflix movie based off a Stephen King book. Then even later this year, we're going to have 1922, which is also another Stephen King book come out on Netflix, which is like we're having four Stephen King movies come out. I guess what the studio is doing is just throw every Stephen King book movie out and see which one sticks. And right now it is sticking. He's a great writer. So he's an incredible writer. He I will say he's a little bit insane for my taste. Um Especially with the page numbers of some of his books. I'm looking at you, It, with a thousand pages. It's a thick book. <laughs> it's long. Um, no, no, no. Um, I'm super excited for 1922 uh, Grumble's Game. Do you know what the Grumble's Game is about? Uh, no, I've only heard about 1922. Okay. First one, it's a weird premise, but the trailer somehow pulled it off. Um, basically the idea is, I think what it is, is this husband and wife go out into the woods to this cabin, cabin in the woods. Mm. Um, and basically they're getting ready to have intercourse. (laughs) Um, I like it already. And the, the husband handcuffs her to the bed. Of course. And right before they can do anything, the husband has a heart attack and dies. Oh, and she's handcuffed to the bed and can't escape. Oh. So she's there, and nobody's there for miles on end. And so it's kind of just a kind of in the style of 148 hours yeah. of this person stuck who's struggling. And the trailer made me uneasy <laughs> because there's a there's a shot in it where she's trying to get water because there's water on a shelf above her. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what she does, she pushes the shelf up and the glass like slips down and she catches it. And this is the terrifying part. She tries to drink from it, but it's like just barely oh, getting to her mouth yeah. because of the handcuff's length. And I'm like, this is terrifying. <laughs> so I think that will be good. I think 1922 is also going to be really good. Oh, yeah, that one looks so good. It does. It looks really, really good. Um, And well, there's Mother with the exclamation point. That's the... um. That's the one with... um. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. No, not no. Scarlett Johansson. What? That's not who it is. I'm thinking of someone else. <laughs> Come on, you can get it. No, I can't. It's Jennifer Lawrence. They're the same person. <laughs> they are America. not the same person. They are very popular female actresses. I will give you that one, but they are not the same person. Okay. Um. No, but Mother is... Uh, it's getting a lot of tension lately yeah. because of how weird and surreal and... You either you're either gonna hate it or you're gonna love it. Depends on how you like pretentious movies, <laughs> <laughs> which I love that stuff. So I'll I would probably like it. Um, Kingsman. I think that already came out. Did that come out already? I don't think so. Does it say whenever it comes out? No, I don't. I think it is out right now. I think maybe. I'm going to search it up. But I will tell you the next movie's already out. The Lego Ninjago movie. That one came out already? Yeah, that's out. I, I didn't I even gonna know. I was going to go see it. I actually really want to see it. My only problem is, okay, so this is the next stop motion style type movie in the line of the Lego movies. Okay? Yeah. 
My only problem going in is who is it marketed towards? That's my only problem. Because it's not based off the TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's not advertised for, like, little, little kids. Because it's like an action parody comedy. Yeah. And it doesn't have any original voice actors or anything. So it was like, who are you marketing it for? <laughs> and and the Ninjago line for Legos, just in general, are not their popular line. Yeah. It's, it's really like, not. their most popular lines are, like, Star Wars, DC, Marvel... And then Ninjago's maybe in like top ten or maybe maybe top five. Yeah. But it is not the most popular um products. So I just don't know who it's marketed for. <laughs> I'm gonna see it because I'm a huge fan of Ninjago, even though it's not based on the T V show, I'm still gonna see it. Which I love the T V show, even though I never finished it. <laughs> Did I you ever only, I think I only watched like the first season or so. Dude the uh, it it got really good. I was I was surprised. It was interesting. Uh, Loving Vincent is a movie that came out this month. What was that about? This is the movie I want to see badly. And I'm really sad it's not getting a wide release. It's only going to be in select theaters. I'm going to see if I can try to go and see it. But basically, it's about Vincent Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. Entire movie is animated in the style of Van Gogh paintings. Oh, interesting. Like, it's handmade paintings. Yeah. That sounds incredible. <laughs> It also sounds like a time-consuming thing, um, but I want to see it. It looks incredibly, uh, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Just everything. All right. We're now into future movies that are coming out this year. So before I get into that, let's talk a little bit about what was your favorite movie that came out this year <laughs> from the movies you saw? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. So it's going to have to be between uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay. And Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay, two Just Marvel movies. Two Marvel movies. <laughs> okay, now I feel biased. Okay. Um, no, you're fine. You're fine. If they're your favorite, they're your favorites. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, actually, I'm gonna add Get Out to that to take that first spot because I was just okay. not expecting that. Because yeah, Jordan Peele, he's a um a he's comedy a, guy. Yeah, he's also and, a very smart guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, the, that's my top three. Okay. Um. My number one movie is, um, I said it even whenever I saw it, that I, I tweeted it, and I'm like, this is my number one favorite movie of the year, and it's going to be hard to beat it, and movies have come close to beat it, mm-hmm. but nothing's really beat it yet. I even own the movie, A Monster Calls. Yep. It's still my all-time favorite movie that's come out this year. I don't think, maybe whenever we look at the list of future movies, maybe one of them will beat it, but I don't think anything's going to beat it, because that movie was incredible. Alright, so... Let's go on to some future movies coming out this year. Okay. Blade Runner 2049. I don't think I'm going to see it. Did you see the first Blade Runner? No. It's because I haven't. I need to. Yeah. Because I hear it's incredible. It's also the most pretentious movie ever. Um, <laughs> no, but I need to see Blade Runner 2049 because do you know the director doing it? Um, don't remember. Yeah, I need to look up his name because his name is impossible to pronounce. Good old Google. Google. Okay, Dennis Valneuve. Villeneuve? (laughs) Dennis Valneuve. Uh, The reason why I mention him is because he is incredible. He's an amazing director. He directed Arrival last Mm -hmm. year, which I don't know if you saw that one. 
Um, I also own that movie. That movie is mind-blowing and incredible. <laughs> the less you know about it, the better. Because okay. going in that movie blind is important, and it's incredible. Um, no, he also did other movies like... Um, he did Prisoners. He did... Um, he did uh, Enemies. Um, Orphans, I think, is another one of his movies. That might be another director I'm mixing up with. But um, anyways, he's an incredible director, and he's doing Blade Runner 2049. Which I was intrigued from hearing from because I've never really heard of him doing a um, sequel to a movie. Well, isn't Twenty Forty Nine a prequel? No, it's a sequel. Oh, yeah, it, it it takes place after the first Blade Runner, like way into the future. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford is even in the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, after, okay. yeah. It just stars um, Ryan Gosling now, right? Yeah, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I'm going to call it right now. Harrison Ford is going to die. He's going back and killing off all of his characters. <laughs> he's he's going to be in every single sequel movie that he used to be in and just kill off all of them. We're going to get an Indiana get, Jones 5. I was about to Indiana say, Jones get ready for Indiana Jones where he dies. <laughs> After the fourth movie, everyone deserves yep. to die. My Little Pony the movie comes out next month. I already pre-ordered my tickets. <laughs> I, I want didn't. that to be true. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't. Um... As someone who was a f- actually a huge fan of the show, <laughs> Philip's giving me a very questionable look. Um, trust me, I'm not. Just trust me. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was a huge fan of the show. Yeah. Okay? Um, and I had been saying ever since I watched the show that they need to actually release a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they tried with some other ones, but they weren't wide release. This one looks like it's going to be a wide release movie. The only problem I have with is that I do not have the balls to go into a movie theater alone and ask for a My Little Pony movie ticket. That is terrifying for me. <laughs> so it's like I'm I'm now above the age of eighteen. I'm eighteen, uh, soon to be nineteen, um, and I do not feel comfortable going into a kids' movie theater. <laughs> it's just gotten to that point where I'm like, I need someone else there, maybe a girlfriend. <laughs> Um, no, I saw the trailer for it. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for, to see what the movie is about. Um, I'm also interested in the animation because it's traditional flash, like 2d animation. Okay. Like the show was. Yeah. But the different thing about it is the backgrounds are CGI. Okay. And it looks like, um, uh, the best way to describe it is the backgrounds look like, um, uh, what is it called? Um, you know, like all the animations on YouTube from uh, Team For- uh, Team Fortress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The backgrounds look like those. Okay. <laughs> very, very CGI cartoony type backgrounds. All right, I, I kind of lost my place here. Um, no, but I actually haven't caught up with My Little Pony yet. I'm actually behind by a whole season. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to catch up. How many seasons are there? Um, right now they are airing their seventh. Okay. Soon to be eight, I think is what they confirmed for it. Which, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here about TV shows that go on way past their limits. Um, <laughs> okay, so My Little Pony. There are three finales that I can think of right off the top of my head that I would have bawled my eyes out if they had just ended the show there. But they didn't. Um, and I think there was just a part of my brain that didn't want to watch season seven because I was like, ah, I'm really going on for another season. 
it, it just felt tiresome, but now I'm kind of getting back in the mood of like, I need to catch up. Um, and, um, no, but I also had that problem with, uh, did you ever watch the team and T show that was on Nickelodeon? The CGI one? No, not the CGI one. Okay. Um, incredible TV show. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best team and T we'll ever get on TV. Um, just because it was like, it was funny. It was dark. It wasn't afraid to kill people off, which mm-hmm. was a real surprise. But the problem I had with it is they're on their fifth season right now. I don't know if they finished yet or not. But the way they ended season four, if they had just stopped right there, I would have been perfect. Perfect ending. Perfect way to end for the characters. Yeah. I would have bawled my eyes out. Perfect. But they carried on for another season. And it just... Luckily, this season's their last one that I saw. But... That was my little rant about how TV shows should probably stop when they're ahead. Just like Gravity Falls. <laughs> Which nobody wanted to see end, but it did. Alright, I'm back here. Alright, so. See, any other... What else is coming out this year? Mm, nothing in October other than those first two that we mentioned. Seems like it's... Jigsaw comes out this uh, next month. You hear uh, anything about that? Nope, I haven't. <laughs> okay, so um, you know the previous Saw movies? Yep. Also known as torture porn, basically. Oh, yeah, my favorite. Oh, they're rough movies to get through. Um, yeah. uh, okay, so the first Saw movie is actually really good. I actually really like it. It's not actually as gory as everybody thinks it is. It's actually really good. It's the sequels that get way gorier, and it's just dumb. Um... Okay, so Jigsaw is actually supposed to be a remake slash prequel type deal. Mm -hmm. And it's basically just going back to the roots of Saw and cutting down the violence. Like, there's still going to be violence in it, but they're cutting it down, like, majorly. (laughs) Like, it's going to be more about, like, the traps and how silly it is. So So now there's more plot. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're now in November. Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, I'm going to see this one. Okay, I'm super excited for this. Yes. Mainly because this movie looks beautiful. Like, okay, one of my main problems with Marvel movies for, like, the past, like, several years was that um, how how they looked was boring. They looked boring. The coloring on the Marvel movies is some of the worst coloring I've ever seen in my life. Like, I challenge people to go back and look at the Civil War movie. Look at the fight scene in the um, airplane, um, in the airport. Okay, look at that scene. Mm-hmm. Then look at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It's a little bit of a oh, difference yeah, in color, okay? For, because um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was actually their first movie that they shot with... Um, new red cameras Mm -hmm. and what the cameras do is they actually automatically make movies more saturated okay like they bring out color even more because in guardians of the galaxy if you take a water drop tool and you poke on like say black Mm -hmm. it's going to give you true black 
But if you go to the Civil War and press on black, it's going to give you like a grayish black. It's not going to okay, give you yeah. true black. So every Marvel movie from now on, ever since Volume uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, will be shot with those cameras. Okay. Same with Thor Ragnarok. That's why that movie looks incredibly beautiful. So I'm super excited. Also, I'm kind of just interested in seeing like the 80s theme that they're going for, yeah, which is very yeah. fascinating. Seems like a lot of movies are doing that now, though. Well, you can thank Guardians of the Galaxy for that. They were kind of the ones that made that popular right now. Mm-hmm. See anything else? Oh, Justice League comes out that same month. I'm going to see it. That one looks exciting. I'm usually not a big fan of DC movies. Uh, Yeah, you're not. <laughs> um, But that one actually looks really good, and I'm probably going to go see it. I'm fascinated to see how it ends out because they um they shot this movie after they had gotten the critiques from Batman v Superman. Okay. So unlike Suicide Squad, it won't be a mess of mixed opinions. Instead, they have a clear goal of what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think Justice League is going to be what Suicide Squad should have been. You mean and that good? <laughs> shot fired. <laughs> Um, and I think they'll have a clear goal of what the movie's going to be like. The other thing is, did you hear about what happened in post-production? No, I didn't. I usually don't like talking about this stuff because it's just sad and nobody deserves this. Um, so, um, Zack Snyder, who's directing this one. Yeah. Okay. He had to leave post-production and they replaced him with Joss Whedon, who was the guy who did the Avenger movies. So everybody was like, all right, this is kind of a good decision. Mm-hmm. And then you figure out why Zack Snyder had to leave. And it's like, oh, no, he doesn't deserve that. Why did he have to leave? Uh, his uh, his um, oldest daughter uh, committed suicide. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a... Yeah. He's mm-hmm, just not a good time for him, oh. <laughs> honestly. That makes me hope the movie does really well. I, I hopefully, I think... As a DC advocate and lover of DC properties, I think Justice League will be a hit. Because if anything's proven by how Wonder Woman went, mm-hmm. I think they're finally getting a hang of what they want to do. Yeah. Because if you can learn anything from Wonder Woman and the parts of Suicide Squad that was actually good. The credits? <laughs> um, and the parts of B- Batman v Superman that were actually good. I think they can learn from those and figure out what's actually making these DC movies good. Mm-hmm. And I think they can I think they can do it. Um and I know a lot of people will probably be like complaining that there's too many characters mm-hmm. because we've only met 3 of them. And we haven't met Aquaman or the Flash yet. Yeah. And to that I say look at Guardians of the Galaxy. That oh. has 5 brand new characters that you that everybody practically knows and loves, basically. So I, I think I think it will be hit. I think it will be good. Will it be perfect? Probably not. No. But I think it will be a step in the right direction yeah. for what DC kind of needs right now. Um. Next is Coco. Never heard of it. Good, because I'm on the same page. Coco okay. is Walt Disney Pixar's next animated movie coming okay. out. Okay only thing i know about it is that it's day of the dead related okay so the mexican holiday yeah, day of the dead yeah. okay hmm. and that's it that's all i know about it that's and all... i think the kid has a dog maybe 
Okay. I haven't seen anything from gonna... I haven't seen a trailer. I haven't seen advertisements for it. And I'm planning on sticking with my gut on that. I want to go yeah. into this movie completely blind. That's that's what I'm going to do for it. I'm not going to look at any yeah. trailers or anything. I'm going to avoid them at all costs. F- for the main reason of I'm afraid if I do look at the trailers, I'm going to only compare it to Book of Life. And I don't exactly want to do that. Yeah. Which, did you ever see Book of Life? No, I didn't. Book and Life, movie that nobody saw, but I think deserves way more credit than mm-hmm. it, it got. It was incredibly beautiful um love story of uh, day of the dead mm-hmm. and the whole point of the movie was the style did you ever see the nickelodeon show el tigre um no i did not you didn't okay i'm gonna pull up some pictures of el tigre just so you can see what it looks like uh if i can spell it right okay there we go okay there we go. El Tigre. So you notice how, like, you can definitely tell it has, like, this stylistic choice. Yeah. Okay? Um, Book of Life was CGI style this. Okay. And it looked incredible. And the reason for that was the director and creator of it actually said that he wants the movie to look exactly like the concept art. Which okay. very rarely happens for yeah. movies. The concept art is usually changed loads of times to make it easier on the animators to produce a movie. Yeah. But instead, he wanted it to be like exactly like the concept art, which is usually very unheard of. And it turned out beautiful. Loved it. Nobody saw it. Um, <laughs> uh, it was also produced by um, Germán del Toro. I can't ever pronounce his name. Do you know who I'm talking about at least? Um, no, I don't. Uh, guy behind Hellboy, Pacific Rim. Okay, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. Um, Grimmel del Toro. Okay. He's directed a lot of good stuff. Um, The Current War. Have you heard about that movie? Nope. Okay. I recently saw about this movie. Basically, I'm very interested in the concept of mm. it. Uh, also, the actors in it are probably going to be really good. Basically, it's about... Um, Thomas Edison okay. inventing the light bulb and his competition to get to the top, basically. Okay. So you have Thomas Edison inventing um, electricity and he's starting a business now. And then you have the guy who has the gas or or at least whatever um, source of power that they used before mm-hmm. electricity, which I believe was gas. Um, you have him realizing this is competition and him trying to outbeat them okay then you have tesla come in yes and be like nah this is how you do it (laughs) so it's like a three-way match of people trying to get at the top and it looks incredible because thomas edison is played by benedict cumberbatch okay the gas-powered man is played by um oh man uh he's played by (laughs) uh the only thing i can think of right now is he was zod in man of steel yeah, okay. okay. Um, he's he's actually an incredible actor outside of that movie. But he's played by that guy. What? Tesla. Um, Tesla's actually an actor I've never heard of. Um, Here, give me a second. I have the actors up here right now. Michael Shannon's who I'm thinking of. Okay. Tesla is played by Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Which is a familiar name, but I don't yeah. know him in many stuff. So, I'm excited for that movie. I wouldn't suggest looking up the trailer. It doesn't spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Just, I would suggest going in that movie blind. See what else there is. Mm. 
Also, we skipped a movie that I didn't see on here because this is also saying Netflix movies, so I'm just going to say it real quickly. Death Note, the movie. I saw it. Um, so You didn't you know, finish Death Note. I never finished the anime. Yeah. But I haven't seen the movie yet because I'm just too scared. <laughs> too scared of what? It going to be awful? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say this. I've said it before. I even said it in the last podcast. Death Note is not actually a bad movie. Okay. It's a pretty good movie. Is it perfect? No. Not even close. Um, but it, it's not bad, I okay. have to say. There are elements in that that are questionable and like, mm, why? But there are also <laughs> other elements and like, that's perfect. That's yeah. like on point. Um, Disaster Artist comes out December. What's that? You know how you uh, mentioned whenever we had to take that break earlier, The Room? Yes, yeah. Disaster Artist is a movie about the book about how The Room got made. Really? And I've seen the trailer, and it stars um, James Franco and his brother as... Yes. As, um... um, um, Shoot, what's the guy's name? Tommy Wiseau? Yeah, yeah. James Franco plays Tommy Wiseau. Yes. And then his brother plays the friend in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mark. Yeah, well, hi, Mark. Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Well, hi, Mark. And it, it looks incredible, and it's so funny. Um, there's also um, uh, Seth Rogen's also in the movie. He, of course, he plays the director in the movie. So, I'm I'm gonna watch that. Oh man, I'm so excited. I'm gonna watch. What that. I'm really excited about is because they've teased this in the trailers before. Mm-hmm. Is they're gonna show scenes that they replicated from the movie, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, please, just <laughs> give me the entire movie replicated. <laughs> So I'm super excited for that. Um, let's see. The Shape of Water, which that is... That one looks really interesting. Okay. That's a Grimel del Toro movie. Okay. Yeah. He created and directed that. Yeah. So um, that's also very... That's also got... Yeah. That's also got Michael Shannon in it, too. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I'm a super, I'm super excited for that. I love Cold War era type mm-hmm. movies. That's like my favorite era to set movies next to um, 1920s. All right, here I'm gonna skip that one so that we can talk about that last because that's kind of the big one. Um, Jumanji. Yeah, this one with a uh, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, um, Kevin Hart, um, Jack Black, and Karen Gillian. Yeah. I'm probably gonna see it. Um, I'm kind of the 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 original Jumanji movie. I'm kind of indifferent about. Because I love the concept of a board game coming to life. Yeah. But the CGI is some of the worst CGI I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. The CGI does not hold up. It's awful. <laughs> but other parts about the movie are pretty good. Um, so I'm probably going to see this one. I'm also very interested because it's actually a video game instead of a board game this time. Yeah. So I'm very fascinated to see about that. Because I think they could get some really good humor about video games nowadays. Yeah, I think it's... um. Especially from what I've seen of the trailer, one of my favorite jokes was Karen Gillian's character. <laughs> They're in the jungle, obviously, mm-hmm. and she looks at herself. She's wearing, like, the shortest of shorts and, like, crop yeah. top, and she's like, why am I, why am I, why do I feel so naked? Shouldn't I be wearing something? Which I think is a clever joke about how the women in video games don't exactly wear the correct clothing. Yeah, they don't. But I, I might see that. Let's see what else there is. And that's it. That's um. Oh wait, sorry, that's not it. We're one gonna more. go to our last one. Here we go. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yes. 
I'm going to see that opening night. <laughs> because I saw Rogue One opening night, and it was the funnest time I've ever had in my entire life. So I'm going to see Star Wars The Last Jedi opening night. I'm so excited I'm for so this. excited for this one as and well. And I haven't seen a single thing about it. All I've seen about it was the teaser trailer that came out earlier this year. Yep, that's, that's all I've seen about it too. That's I, all I've seen. I don't want to know Apparently, anything about it. Apparently, there's like footage either leaking or people are seeing too much stuff. I know that one of the big problems lately now is that they're releasing toys. Yeah. Which I don't consider that spoilers because I don't have context for a lot of the toys. Like yeah. I've seen some of the toys images just on accident. And a lot of them I'm looking at like... I don't get what this is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I look at it, I'm like, that's just a red stormtrooper. What? <laughs> like, one of them is, it looks like a stormtrooper just in red and has, like, lines over his face. It, it looks like a fencing mask, almost. Okay, yeah. And I looked at that, and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I just don't know the context of a lot of these things. And obviously, you've probably seen the image of the little penguin thing. Probably, have you? Yes, that With adorable the big little... eyes. Yes. They are, like, marketing the heck out of that thing. With good reason. Those things are and adorable. It's, <laughs> it's basically the next BB-8, which I'm fine with, but I bet you it's going to be in the movie for maybe a scene. Probably. <laughs> um, But no, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for this movie. Mainly because I think this movie is going to give us the greatest lightsaber battle ever to exist. I honestly think so. And I think it's going to be between Luke Skywalker and Snoke. You think that's going to be this movie? I think it is. Hmm. Because of how how Star Wars movies works, the first movie, um, Force Awakens, was a win for them. Mm-hmm. They have to lose. So here's my guess for what's going to happen in this movie. And this is just what I want to see. So this isn't spoilers or anything. This is just me guessing, basically. Yeah. What I think is going to happen is I think Ren and Luke Skywalker are obviously going to train. Okay. Mm -hmm. While they're training, um, Kylo Ren and Snoke are going to be training. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because at the end of The Force Awakens, he says that he needs to continue his training. So they're probably going to be training each other. And then on the other side of the galaxy, Finn and um, Poe are probably going to go on an adventure somewhere, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing they're probably going to meet Captain Phasma on the way, most likely. Okay? So what I think is going to happen is most likely all of their stories are probably going to come together at the very end somehow. And in some sort of big event, Luke Skywalker and Snoke are going to meet. And Kylo Ren and um, Rey are going to meet again. And they're going to have like separate fights with yeah. each other. And I think Snoke versus Luke Skywalker is going to be the greatest fight we'll ever see yeah. in Star Wars history, I think. And this is coming from a guy who's seen Star Wars Rebels, which already has probably one of the greatest fights ever to exist in which Star Wars. Which one was your favorite out of um, In Rebels, it was... Um, spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen the show. I, it's not that spoiler. I'm not going to reveal the ending or anything about the fight. But um, Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Darth Maul. Okay. They get to... Death Maul finds Obi-Wan Kenobi again, and it's one of the greatest, like, duels I've ever seen, ever. Mm. And me saying that is going to hype up people for it, and they're going to watch it and be like, that was the most boring fight ever. <laughs> but it's not about the fight, it's about the characters. <laughs> which which kind of makes or breaks a fight for me yeah. in uh, Star Wars. It has to be character-driven. Like, the ending fight of Force Awakens, I think, could have been a whole lot better. Like, I think it was incredible for what yeah. it was, 
But if we had pushed the relationship between Ray and Kylo Ren, I think it could have been really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I think Luke Skywalker versus Snoke is gonna be incredible. Um, and then my also my weirdest guess about this movie is I think Kylo Ren and Ray are gonna switch places. I think Kylo Ren's gonna turn good and, and Ray's gonna, Ray's turn, gonna turn evil. Because I think what might happen is Snoke's probably going to kill Luke Skywalker. Yeah. If we're going on the train of killing all the old characters, um, I think they're going to kill Luke Skywalker. Ray's going to see this and like just go berserk, yeah. basically, out of a fit of rage. And I think she's going to defeat Kylo Ren. Not kill him, but maybe mortally wound him. Maybe cut off his arm. I don't know. That, that's a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Um, but something like that. Snoke's going to see this and be like, you're better than Kylo. Come here. Train under me. And I think he's going to seduce her under the dark side of the force. And then she's going to come back. And then Kylo Ren's going to feel betrayed and be like, oh, I chose the wrong path. And then he's going to leave. And, and then seeing become... his former master die as well <clears throat> might have something to do with it. Cause... Yeah, because, yeah, he was trained under Luke Skywalker um, and then became Knights of Ren. So I think, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. That's my guess, at least. Who's your guess on? Uh, do you, who do you think? Uh, Ray's related is? to. No, 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 Snoke is. <laughs> Snoke is. Um, I like thinking of the head cannon <clears throat> that it's um, uh, Plagueis. Death Plagueis. Yeah, that I would like be interesting because it kind of makes sense. Um, because um, here's here's my evidence so that I'm just not talking out of my ass. <laughs> um, so in um in the third movie. Emperor Palpatine talks about Darth Plagueis. Darth Plagueis. And, and probably, yeah, and one of the best parts about that movie. That scene's amazing. Um, he's talking about how Darth Plagueis taught his apprentice to... Um, or no, he was talking about how Darth Plagueis could cheat death. And how his apprentice killed him. Yeah. But never said Darth Plagueis came back to life. Why would you mention that he can cheat death, but he's just killed? Well, he said it was ironic, really. You could yeah, see it was ironic. But if he can cheat death once i think he could do it again so i think he waited for the right time and came back also um in force awakens you know how he was in that huge hologram yeah i highly doubt he's gonna be that big he's probably gonna be normal size i think he's gonna be taller than all the other characters but i don't think he's gonna be that huge obviously in one of the eu books about darth plagueis the cover photo of it is Emperor Palpatine bowing to him, and it's his face is huge compared to him. Mm-hmm. So I think it could have been a reference to how big they play up Darth Plagueis whenever he's not actually just that big. Mm-hmm. So I think it could be Darth Plagueis. There's also some rumors out there of whenever Force Awakens was out, I think. They were having props on display at some sort of convention. Yeah. Okay. They had Ray's staff that she has out mm-hmm. on display. And guess what they put underneath it? They put what? Darth Plagueis' staff. <laughs> and then quickly took it down. Nice. So it was like, mm, maybe that could have been someone playing a prank. It could yeah. have been on accident. We don't know at this point. So, maybe. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I, I think I, I like the idea of it being Darth Plagueis. I don't like the idea of it being Mace, or Mace Windu. I that don't, makes I don't see that one getting no sense. People are just saying that because his face is messed up. Yeah. Even though you could say that that's Darth Plagueis because he was killed. So also, just the been... dark side does some freaky things to you. It does do some weird stuff. Just look at 
every Sith Lord ever. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Count Dooku was the only one that looked normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would you change Lee's face? Sir Lee. Why would you, why would you change Sir Sir Nidus, uh Lee, uh, his face? Yeah, it's already beautiful. Um, I think it's going to be Jar Jar. Snoke is Jar Jar confirmed. Ever since that meme came out, I'm like, oh my gosh, people. Yeah. I, I just okay. love the idea of Jar Jar being the... <laughs> of Jar Jar being a villain somehow. Yes. Alright, what about... Do you think Rey's going to be related to anybody? Because I know that that was the big thing that people yeah. got out of The Force Awakens. Of she might be related to someone. Nobody knows. I've, I've got a theory on this one, actually. Alright, let's hear it. So the uh, Star Wars Clone Wars TV show, that one's still um, canon, correct? Absolutely. Co- yeah. Clone Wars and Rebels are still canon. Yeah. All the books are not. In Star Wars Clone Wars, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi had kind of a fling going on with uh, the Queen of Mandalore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think that Rey is a descendant of Obi-Wan and um, the Queen of Mandalore. I think Obi-Wan yeah. got it on with the yeah. Queen of Mandalore. Um, her name is um, uh, Satine. Duchess yeah, Satine. Satine. Duchess Satine. And she's only named that because it's actually a reference to Moulin Rouge, which... Um, uh, when McGregor movie. played in, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but no, um, if you think about Star Wars, it's always about the relationship between the Skywalkers and the Kenobis. Mm-hmm. That's like the that's yeah. a theme throughout the yeah. the prequels and then the original trilogy. I think they're gonna carry on with this so, through here. So your theory is that she's a descendant of Obi Wan. Yes, maybe okay. not directly his daughter, but a descendant of Obi Wan and Duchess Satine. Okay. Yeah, you, a lot of people are saying that she's related to Obi Wan. Also, um, whenever but, she grabs the lightsaber, you can hear his voice talking or whatever. Yeah, but you can also hear other voices. Yeah, but why? Also, can't... also, what's funny is that was actually reused. No, yeah, that was a reused Obi Wan voice, even though they contacted Ewan McGregor. Yeah, to use his voice, even though they didn't. It was it was just really funny. Um, you can also hear Yoda's voice apparently at some point in that movie. I guess. Yeah, but um, she's not Yoda's daughter. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, go on, go on. Okay. Um. Anyways. Um. Hey, so, I would agree with you on that. I think she might be a descendant of Obi Wan. Yeah. Because I think people are tired of hearing descendants of Skywalker's family. Yeah. And we just recently had a descendant of Han Solo's family. So it probably gives way to that Obi Wan should probably have a descendant. The only problem with that now is that you have to fill in that gap of who's the mother. It would be uh, Obi Wan, Duchess Satine, and then uh, yeah. she was either dropped off. Did you? Or she was did raised. you? Did you ever finish Clone Wars? Yes, she died. Yeah, she she kind of got stabbed. Yeah, but so, she could have had the baby in secret. Yeah, so the problem there is that you're just gonna have to fill in somewhere in the she Clone Wars. She had a Wars. baby in secret. Yeah. while she was off Which camera. Which is possible because in the Clone Wars series they had a time jump. Yeah. So, it could be possible in that time jump she had a baby. It just, Obi-Wan never mentioned her. Um, the only problem with that theory, though, is that if she was born during the uh, during the Clone Wars era, she would be older than Luke. No, because... Um... No, she would. Because Luke was born at the end of Episode 3. Yeah, no, but I'm not saying she's... I said a descendant of, not oh, directly. Oh, okay, okay, so, so Obi-Wan had a child, and then that, that child, child had another had, yeah, okay, that child could, that could work, that could work, okay, I was about to say, yeah. timeline's a bit weird, but that could work yeah. out, yeah. Um, time travel, okay. <laughs> if Star this. Wars introduces time travel, I'm quitting, because <laughs> they could retcon 
everything. I would cry. <laughs> I would give up. Uh, I want it to be like at the end of um of episode nine. <laughs> Ray just comes out and be like, I have the power to time travel. And she just goes all the way back to episode one. <laughs> and kills... Uh, and kills and everyone. <laughs> that was... Oh, oh man. Gosh. No, the... Uh, I'm excited for that movie, though. That movie's going to be so Oh, good. yeah. I'm so excited. I'm also curious if they're actually going to release another trailer, though. Because they had their teaser trailer for yeah. it um, uh, um, earlier this year, and they haven't released another trailer since then. So I wonder if they're going to do another trailer or not. I would be fine uh, with them not doing another yeah. one. Either way, I'm not going to watch the next trailer, so I'm not watching any I trailers. might. I'm not. If I hear that it spoils stuff, no. But I might. Because I have a rule that I watch teasers and official trailers. I don't mm-hmm. watch anything past that. Because I've been burned too many times by watching more than... Yeah. more. If you go past the official trailer, you're asking to get spoiled. Because official trailers number two and three and four, all of those ones are just kind of... You could spoil anything. I'm looking at you, Batman v Superman. <laughs> Spoiling that Doomsday was in the movie. Um, No, but... um. Another thing I want to talk about. Did you did you watch Defenders? Yes, I did. You actually watched Defenders. Yes, I did. What did you think about it? Um, you could kind of tell they struggled keeping all those characters. I thought, um, uh, just kind of keeping them all balanced. Yeah, try not to focus too much on mm-hmm. Daredevil or too much. Even on though Iron they Fist. focused on Daredevil. Yeah, they did. <laughs> but no. it was like Daredevil show plus the. And Defenders. didn't Daredevil do the best out of? All the other TV shows? Well, he was their leading guy. Or, he was their flag character. Yeah. Which is kind of the same with the Avengers. Iron Man was their flag character. So yeah, they're obviously going to give Man. him a little bit more attention. But, yes, he would yeah. have done the best yeah, out I of like, all of them. Uh, I like Defenders. It was it was good. Um, of course, I'm a little impartial because I am absolutely in love with the Iron Fist. <laughs> I think I'm and the that's when you get lynched. <laughs> yeah, I don't think... I think I'm like one of the only people who like that TV show. But I like I, I like Iron Fist. my favorite of all. I of think them. there are some bits in the middle where I just got bored out of my mind. Yeah. But majority of the show I actually like. I think the villain of the show is actually really really good. Um, uh, what's his name? The 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 guy that died and came back to life. In oh yeah, um, the father. Um, oh man, what's his name? I can't remember. Anyway, Swain. Bruce, um, no, but uh, I think he was an incredible villain. I yeah. loved him a lot. Um, I also think the story of his son was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, if you took the whole Iron Fist aspect about the TV show, I would have still watched it. Oh yeah, like, because everything besides Iron Fist was actually really good. I thought. Yeah, and then that whole thing where it's like the brother and the sister started out on you know one of them was bad, one of them was good, and by the end of it, they had already like they had switched, switched to where she was, which I thought came out of nowhere but was incredible <laughs> it, it still worked i mean it wasn't too like, unbelievable I, I think they put more development in the brother than the sister because i think her switch was more sudden while his switch yeah. was more slower yeah. which i'm fine with um but no the brother's struggle of being just this douchebag of a guy and then realizing his life is crumbling and then trying to rise above it yeah and he was he was an incredible character i love it um but no defenders um i really like defenders yeah. a lot I thought I finished Defenders in a day because it was just really? eight episodes. Okay. Because a lot of the other shows are 13 episodes yeah. and it usually takes me about a week or maybe a couple days to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I finished this in a full day and I felt like it was good. 
yeah. if the show was longer, I think it would have been worse for yeah. its detriment. Um, but have you seen the trailer for uh, the Punisher? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh! Okay, here's here's the fun part about it. First of all, do you like Metallica? Yes. Okay, the trailer is set to Metallica's one. Really? Yes, and it's yes. incredible <laughs> because the uh, the drums in the song one. Yeah. Okay, they set those to gunshots. Nice. And it's incredible, <laughs> and it works somehow. But the main thing that's interested, and I wanted to set this here on this podcast to know that I was right. Okay. At the end of this trailer, you know how at the end of every trailer they usually have like a tagline and then they show the whenever a show's released? Yeah. Okay. They had a tagline, then they showed the year, and then they had this kind of style that looks like um FBI kind of like crossing out lines and all that yeah. type of style that you see in like mystery shows. Okay. The numbers were doing that and it didn't show an official date. It just said 2017. Oh. And people are saying that net uh, Marvel is actually just going to release the Punisher without telling us, which I think would be incredible. Yeah, because yeah. that means they have balls just yes. to release a show without telling us when. And I'm going to set it down right here. I know when they're going to release it. You want to know think? why? Why? They're going to release it on my birthday. What? When's your, when's my birthday left? is Veterans Day, and it's on a Saturday. How awesome would it be to release the Punisher? On a Friday of the weekend of Veterans Day, because the Punisher is a veteran and a guy who has PTSD. And there, there are loads of veterans who actually watch the Punisher yeah. and actually come up to the actor who plays him, John Bernthal. And uh, this kind of sounds morbid, but a lot of the veterans actually talk to John Bernthal about how they've been trained their whole life with these set of skills, but they can't do anything about it. Yeah. Whenever they're out of the war zone, they can't do anything. Yeah. Because if you do what Punisher does, you're court-martialed and you're just sent to jail yeah. instantly. So they like look up to the character. They like mm-hmm. live out his fantasies, basically. So I think they're going to release it that weekend. Okay. Setting that right now so that I can prove that was right. <laughs> okay. Well, I've loved having you on, uh, Philip. Thank you. I really. I had a I had a lovely time talking about TV shows and movies with you. I just realized how many movies I have not seen. You (laughs) and then I've realized how many movies I have seen and uh, wasted all of my money on. (laughs) I still don't have money though. So hey, I recently got a debit card. So spending that cash, I think there's like a hundred bucks on it right now or something. (laughs) It used to have a thousand. Ninety-eight um, more than I've got. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, no, it was it was it was good. Uh, it was good having you on. Well, thanks, Boo. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time, time on Dragon Ball Z.